Hi, I'm Sydney. And I'm Rachel. And you're listening to the Normal People Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the final episode of the Normal People Podcast episode. 12. It's so crazy that we're already at episode 12. It went so fast. I'm sure for the listeners, there's kind of a jump here between episode 11 and episode 12. That's just because Sydney and I were all, we were both doing finals and exams for our semester at university. So we do apologize on being a little late on this one, but also I didn't want it to end. I kind of been dragging it out even this week. I was supposed to watch the episode much earlier and I kept pushing it because I didn't want it to be over. Um, But yeah, it was a good episode and I'm really ready to get right into it. It definitely feels a little strange to be back in this format and talking about um, the episode just because it's been so long since we've done this, as you said. But yeah, I'm just super excited to get back into it. And yeah, it's definitely bittersweet because yeah, we've been doing this for like almost a year now, which is yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it is really sad. We definitely... We're trying to drag this out a little bit because we just also didn't want it to be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So with that being said, should we get right into episode 12? Do you want to start, Rachel? Yeah, sure. So this episode starts off um, with a car ride with Marianne and Connell. And I do have to say, I wasn't sure if they were still together when I first watched it. I was really like... I. I kind of knew they were still together, but there's like this little bit of anticipation, like, oh, are they still going to be together? How much time has passed? Um, because the timeline kind of jumps around in this show, like fast forwarding. So I wasn't sure if they were still going to be together. Thankfully, they were. Um, and they're talking about Connell's writing. And he, um, she's saying, Marianne's saying how well written it is and how she's jealous of how well he can write and um, how talking about how he's had stuff published, which I think is really great. We've touched on that on past episodes, how he's really come out of his bubble in that way and has been able to share his work, which he never would have been able to do at the beginning of this show. Um, So I think that was really important. Uh, One thing that I thought was a little bit odd was that he thanked her for reading it. I assume she has always read it. Um, Yeah, I just thought that was a little odd. What did you think about that, Sydney? Yeah, honestly, I did think that was a little bit weird just because it was... I mean, he's a writer. So you think there's like constant things that he's like coming up with. And like, this is always like a constant conversation between the two of them. But yeah, it did feel almost like this conversation they've never had before, which was kind of strange. Um, But yeah, I definitely like the confidence that he's like brought into his writing. And I think also something just to like flash back a little bit we start the episode as you were saying they're in the car and it's almost like a little bit confusing like usual like every episode we're always like oh my god like trying to find our bearings what's happening and um I think it's also interesting because the last episode ended with them in the car and it was like much kind of didn't it no, I, yeah, sorry, I was just like, oh, yeah, I just completely forgot. Yeah, so the last episode, and yeah. I'm driving in the car, and it was, like, really kind of somber, and, like, a lot of shit had just gone down, so, like, mm-hmm. to see them then again in the car, but, like, in a completely different context was also kind of interesting, and, like, it also, like, there's all this time that's passed, and we don't totally know how much time has passed either, so it's just interesting to, like this jump of them in the car then and them in the car now and just trying to figure out what's going on with them in the car right now yeah exactly yeah I think that's all I have to say about that so then it transitions over to Marianne's birthday at a really cute cafe I really wanted to join them everything looked so good there um but it's them with all their friends um I was glad we got to see Niall again I love Niall I think he's just like such a 
smooth, cool character. I think he's I like know, the best like, friend. Honestly, if I had to date any of them on the show, I actually want to date Niall. Like, sorry, <laughs> Connell. I love him. I love him. He's so attractive. I'm like, mm. but like Niall is just like another level of cool. He's chill. He's logical. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah, exactly. So like when we saw him again, I was like, oh, yes, Niall's back. Just because like no drama. But I just like Niall's just like that zen like you can count on him in the show <laughs> um but yeah so they're kind of just like talking and hanging out and speaking of Niall he asks Marianne which I think is like a like an, a common question mm-hmm. I don't think it's out of the blue but he asks her what she's doing with her family for her birthday and um at that point um I was gonna call him Niall Connell Kind of gets this, like, little bit of a nervous look on his face. Like, oh, my God, he did not just ask that. Like, they look at each face. other. Like, both yeah, men yeah. and like, they, they catch yeah, each exactly. other's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and, um, and then Marianne casually says, like, oh, we don't really go for birthdays. Like, they don't really celebrate them. Um, and I think Marianne calmly um, answered this question because it's just something that she's used to talking like that about. It's not like she's ever been close with her family. So I feel like... Anytime it's been brought up, brought up in the past, she's been able to answer it like this. So I think she was very calm in answering it. Um, and then she kind of like gave Niall or Connell a look again, being like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. They looked at each other again, which I thought was cute because it's something they can share. Um, and he's like her support as well. Kind yeah, of exactly. Yeah. So she's not living like this fake life. Like she's mm-hmm. just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so moving along, um, Connell and Marianne seem to be living together, or at least spending like a lot of nights together. Mm-hmm. And they're in the bathroom getting ready for bed, and um, Marianne gets a text from her mom, and it's not a birthday wish, though, unfortunately. The mom is asking for the keys back to the Dublin flat on her fucking birthday. It's like psychotic to me. Like this woman is so fucked. Yeah, but it's not even. It's just like not even happy birthday. Also, can I get the keys? It's just like where the like give me the keys kind of thing as soon as possible. It's bullshit. It's literally bullshit. Like she's an awful person. And I feel like from that, it's almost like she's blaming Marianne for the entire situation that happened in the last episode um, with like the tussle between her and her brother and then Connell and her brother, which is just like so like wrong and saddening because she's just pushing her away more instead of trying to like reach out. Um, But she honestly has like no ability for like vulnerability or like. Mm emotional intelligence or anything like that and it's like you are a grown woman get your shit together yeah so it's just also nice to see the like open communication between Connell and Marianne about her whole family situation and family dynamic now because Mm -hmm. it just shows that there's like someone in her corner and she doesn't have to deal with all this shit alone and this also doesn't have to be like her secret like the way her family treats her isn't a reflection of like herself you know and she's not burying all of it like within her it's like out in the world so she doesn't have to yeah be weighted down by how terrible her family is yeah exactly and like you kind of said it's it's kind of helped Marianne that Connell knows about it now because she can share it with someone and have someone understand her whole um, scenario and home life, which I think is really good and really helped Marianne um, get better. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Moving along. Um, We see another sex scene and finally we are back to like this sweet sex like the lighting is like all warm and there's this sweet calming like folky music and it's like smooth and connected and this is like where we can really see like their natural like true connection and chemistry is just like through the roof and I said like um they're like moving in like the rhythm of the music it just all like works like it's not as like sharp and cold and weird and awkward 
in any way. Like it's so far off from the last episode. So just once again, it shows like how they're in a good place and what place they're in and like communication and all of that. So I think that's reflected in that scene, Rachel. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, I agree. Um, You said it perfectly. I have nothing to add. (laughs) But yeah, I think you explained that really well, Sydney. Um, And I guess at the end when they're just sitting with each other, I think we can all see that they're very, um, they're both very open with each other. Oh, and then Connell asks her if she enjoyed herself. And she said, yeah, very much. And I think like that is also just like referring to the last episode where you were like, are they ever going to be able to get on like the same page again? And is she going to be fulfilled by um, their um, intimate moments uh, following her previous relationships, mm-hmm. which I think probably worried him and weighed on him. But as we can see, that is currently not an issue. So moving along, we have Marianne um, at school, and she's actually looking really happy at school for the first time in a long while. Um, I just liked seeing her in class, like smiling, chatting a bit with Joanna, which I thought was really nice to see. Um, yeah, I want to say I haven't really seen her like this. And she even says that she's amazed with herself, that she's actually happy. Um, I think you have the quote there, Sydney. Yeah, it Uh, says, I think first year me would have been amazed. Look at her. She's actually content. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think she's just, their lives have become like routine and simple. I think most importantly, like non-complicated for the first time in Marianne's life. Her life is like non-complicated. There's literally no drama. And I think like that's allowed her the very first moment to actually take a breath and just like live her life with no like stressors, um, which obviously is very important. Uh, And something I really like is the fact that she's taken up swimming because swimming is like not only like exercise, but it's also like super like meditative and it's like super good for like clearing your head and um it's really really good for you and I think it's really impressive to see her like actually take the time for herself to focus on herself and improve like her mental and physical health I think that's like a really important sign and the fact that she's like dedicating also like a fair amount of time to I think she did like a swim in the morning and Mm. afternoon so clearly she's found something that works yeah, for her. I agree. What did you think of her, like, just being her and the old lady? Like, was that supposed to, like, represent something? I when she like- looked at the old lady, I wonder yeah. if it was almost like, okay, this is what I thought this time. I don't know if it's real or if I'm just, like, randomly reading into it. But I was like, maybe this is the first time that she could, like, ever picture herself, like, getting old. You know, that's yeah. kind of what I saw it as. Did you say that, too? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was hoping you'd see it as. I wasn't sure if it was just like me reading into things like, what was that thing? Like with the grasshopper in the pool. I was like, oh, that's Connor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like I just read into things too much. But OK, I'm glad you agree with that because I kind of thought that too. So moving along, um, Connell gets an email from a school in New York. He's been accepted into a master's program for creative writing. And uh, he kind of seems honestly like quite shocked and taken aback. And um, he never told Marianne that he had applied for the school in New York, which she did find a little bit strange. And uh, you can see it on her face kind of. She's like a little bit like hurt and confused. And he said he didn't want to tell her because um, he didn't want to tell her because Uh, it seemed like such a long shot and he was embarrassed and that even now he still looks up to her, which I think is really sweet. And he didn't want her to think, to see him as like deluded, which I get, I do get it. And I understand that because I literally just said to you, like, I hope I get into the school for exchange. And if I don't get in, I will be slightly embarrassed because I've spoken about it 
so many times. So I get it. It's like, it is embarrassing. I understand. But at this point, I feel like it's kind of Connell backpedaling on him. Like not backpedaling, but kind of like reversing in the progress he's made. Like they share everything together. Like, I don't understand why he'd keep this from her. And especially because like, I don't know, she's just helped him in so much that why would he even apply if he can't imagine himself living there? And like, why couldn't he tell her? I can kind of see that though. I can kind of see it because my mom, so my mom like did law school and everything, but she did it once like she had kids. So, and like had a job and like had a family and like had roots in Ottawa. And she applied to law school, applied to like all her dream law schools in the country and got into like every single one. But the only one she could end up going to was the one like in her city. So she ended up going to school in Ottawa and she kicks herself because she's like, why did I even apply to these schools if I know I wasn't going to go? Like she never could like even picture herself going. But she still, like, applied just to, like, there's just for some reason I think you can do that. Like, you just apply to, like, see if you could do it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of why he did it, to just, like, see if he could do it. But probably, like, it seemed so unattainable um, that he never even, like, he probably just didn't want to mention it. Because, like, I feel, I've told so many people also about this exchange program that I literally will feel so stupid if I don't get in. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. I get that. <clears throat> I just feel like their relationship has progressed so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I understand. That makes sense. Okay, so Connell's pretty much saying, as you said, like he can't picture himself um, in New York and he doesn't even know why he applied. Like it wasn't his idea. It was his tutor's idea. And um he's saying like a couple months ago, like he barely had it together. Like he just had like panic attacks all the time. And Marianne tells him to like not overthink it and like put it aside for the moment. And he says, I'm not going. And she says, okay. But like, I think she knows like this wasn't like a logical answer of his. This was like based in like emotion and like the heat of the moment. He's barely Mm -hmm. had any time to think about it. So, like, obviously, she's not taking him for his word in this moment, which all in all, I think is, like, a huge sign of maturity because, yeah, they she recognizes the whole situation. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it was good advice that she gave to, like, don't stress, don't worry about it, like, just wait, think on it more. And I love it when people, like, give that advice because I really overthink things all the time. Um, In this next scene, we see that Connell is now an editor of the school's, like, literary journal, literary publication. And he's doing, like, so well. Um, He's even called uh, the most naturally fucking gifted editor of all times. And I think both of their lives, Marianne and Connell, just seems to kind of be going on the up. And and <laughs> uh, and we just see like how far Connell has come and the opportunity he's like personally allowed himself to do once he's gotten over all of his um, anxiety and insecurity, just like how much he's been able to achieve in such a small period of time. And it's just like sweet to see how they recognize each other and like see each other in those moments when they're still in like big groups, like that eye contact and stuff Mm -hmm. is nice to see. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, like you said, it's shown how far, um, like especially Connell's come because if he had never like ever submitted work, he would never be here. Like he would never have joined like this publication or edited for it. Um, so I think that's really important. And I think it's also important because he's all he wants is to be like liked by others. And in this, through like believing in himself, he's gained like that appreciation and admiration from his peers. Okay, so um Next, Connell asks Marianne if she'd like to come home for Christmas, which I was really delighted to hear um, because 
previously when she was in Sweden, it was when she was in Sweden, mm-hmm. right? She told Connell that like her perfect Christmas would be at his house. Right. She said like, she can't even picture her house at this time yeah. of year, but like she can picture his. I actually completely yeah. forgot about that. So, oh. Yeah. So then when she was like kind of hesitant about it, it kind of left me a little confused um, because I know how much she like loves Connell and his family and how she really can only picture Christmas at his house. But then when she's actually invited, she seems a little hesitant about it. Um, But she ends up agreeing and going, which I think we all kind of knew she would. I don't think she'd ever say no, because I feel like that would kind of hurt Connell. Um, did also just side note, did you see how many presents they brought in the back? I know. I was like, oh my god, they are college students. Where do they have all this money? And rent in Dublin is so expensive. I'm like, where did they get this money from? Um, what else is oh, I just really liked uh the line. So Connell goes like Lorraine would really love to have you because he's trying to convince Marianne to come to Christmas. And Marianne goes, You don't know that. And then Connell just like chuckles to himself and he goes, I mean, I do know that. It was her idea. I just thought it was kind of funny and cute. Yeah, that was a cute little... He was just like, no, uh, you're Connell wrong. has, like, those funny moments. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he doesn't really, like, back talk, but, like, sometimes he's like, mm, you're wrong. <laughs> I like how he patronizes her just, like, a little bit. <laughs> just, like, a little bit. It makes it cute. Well. It makes it fun. <laughs> a little bit of spice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, um, yeah, it's a good thing she went because I think Lorraine really likes Marianne and kind of feels a little bad for her, um, just seeing how she lived in her cold, cold house. Um, but yeah, Lorraine gives Marianne the biggest hug and a kiss on the cheek. And I thought that was really nice because they just look genuinely happy that she's there. Um, and it was just such just like a like, warm greeting. Yeah, exactly. Just a very nice environment for Marianne to finally be in. She's like, she's being loved and accepted in such mm-hmm. a warm And they're like happy for nice her presence. Be. Like her yes, presence exactly. is like, it brings people happiness. And I think like Marianne feels like such gratitude. Like you can see her face like when they're hugging and Marianne just like looks so relaxed and like at peace and like grateful for like being there. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So nice. Um, yeah, and then they're just, like, playing games, having fun, eating dinner all together with Connell's family, and it's really nice to see, like, the family including her, like, fully, not because, like, she's Connell's girlfriend, but because they actually, like, like her, which I thought was nice. Um, there's, like, a few moments where Marianne's kind of, like, just, like, staring, and she's kind of by herself, and I feel like, I feel like Marianne is almost, she feels like she's out of place or almost, like, inconveniencing them for her being there. That's what I was, the vibe I was kind of getting. Um, which is too bad because I think they genuinely like like mm-hmm. having her there. I also liked how like casual their Christmas was. Like it was very like sweet and loving and fun and like very Christmassy, but it was still like so casual and just familial. And mm-hmm. I like that because in her house, whenever they had like people over, it was so like cold and like stiff mm-hmm. and proper. And it it was just, it lacked like warmth. Like I think when things are like, casual like it makes it comfortable you know what I mean exactly like so. even it was Thanksgiving at her house right that mm-hmm. we saw. I think yeah, so. even when you just like reflect the two families and how they like like one's like genuinely having fun and like like each other's company and then the other one's just asking like these harsh actually questions. no it wasn't her mom's birthday oh you're right it was her yeah, mom's, her birthday. mom's yeah. birthday yeah when you like compare those two yeah absolutely so different Mm-hmm. You don't have to put up like these false pretenses. Like everyone can just be themselves. Yeah, and then well, Marianne, we see her like in Connell's room while everyone I think is still downstairs, and she's like crying to herself a little bit. And he's like, "Is it just too much?" And she's like, "No, it's so nice. Proper Christmas. It's lovely." And I think yeah, this was it's probably like is overwhelming for her. To a degree, because this is, like, the first time that she's actually, like, experienced this, like, love and warmth. And seeing it also probably makes her sad that she's spent, like, 20-something years of her life in such, like, cold misery. So, Mm -hmm. like, she sees what her life could have been, you know? Mm -hmm. And what it has the potential to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, like, a half-glass-empty and half-glass-full 
kind of mm-hmm. thing going on there. Next scene, good old Denise fulfilling her role of a horrible <laughs> mother. Um, they're walking down the street and Lorraine, um, well, they all notice Denise and Denise notices them and abruptly stops. And then Lorraine like goes up to her and says, happy new year. And she just like completely ignores them and keeps walking. She like wa- and, looks at Marianne a little bit, like her yeah. and Marianne make a bit yeah, of eye contact. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, so disappointing once again. Like you couldn't, not even like a smile, nothing, just like her grumpy, frowny face. She keeps walking. And I think like, I'm going to say she didn't know that Marianne was spending the holidays. With no, Ronald. probably She's not. very surprised when she saw all of them together. And uh-huh. so I feel like that kind of factored into her, like not speaking to them at all because, well, Marianne didn't have time for me and didn't come see me at the holidays for the second year in the row because I think last year she was in Sweden, right? It had only uh-huh. been, yeah. So... I guess from her point of view, like, why would I say hi to them? But also it's your daughter and you should say hi to her because you birthed her. Um, But anyways, I just felt so bad for Marianne there because it's your own mother and she doesn't even say hi to you on like during the holiday season. It's just too bad. Um, But I think also Marianne at that point doesn't really expect much from it. And she almost, I feel like almost Marianne seemed a little embarrassed from the interaction in front of Lorraine like that. Did you get that same, or is that just me? I didn't see, like, embarrassed. I thought, like, just, like, how affected she seemed by the encounter. Like, mm-hmm. I thought she seemed, like, really drained. It's like, you know how Marianne yeah. could almost, like, click on a dime, and suddenly she just seems, like, drained and heavy yeah. and kind of dark? She kind of seems like that in the car. Like, her head is rested against, like, the car window, and she just suddenly seems tired. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is the first time she's seen her mom in person since, like, when? Like, did she see Probably, her like, she- since the summer. Yeah, so. Since everything probably- went down, yeah. One thing to, like, be separated and only, like, talk every once in a while over, like, text, but to actually see someone in person after all that time and everything that's happened, I guess that also puts a drain on someone. hmm So then, um, Marianne asks Lorraine what people in town think of her mother and Lorraine like takes the time like she pauses and you can see like her working in her mind like how she wants to say it and what she wants to say because obviously that's a really big question kind of thing and like you want to tell the truth like how much of the truth do you want to tell because it is still her mother so you do have to be respectful but you also have to respect the fact that like Marianne is hurting. So you don't want to like lie and be like, Oh, people like her. Like you want to, you don't want to bullshit. So she takes her time. She thinks about it. And she says, I suppose. And she pauses and she says, I I suppose she'd be considered a bit odd. And Marianne just goes, Oh, and Mm -hmm. I always was kind of like surprised by like that. I was shocked when she said that. It's not at all what I thought she would say. I don't no. know what I was expecting. I didn't think she'd be mean or anything. And I don't think she'd lie to um, Marianne. But I was as shocked as Marianne for her response. I thought she would say, like, people think she's cold or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I don't know. Just her saying a bit odd kind of, like, put, like, lights flashing, red flags. Like, oh, my gosh. It just seemed like the wrong thing to say. Not that Lorraine knows anything of this. But Marianne... I'm assuming in that moment thinks, oh my gosh, I don't want to be like my mother because everyone kind of described Marianne in high school as a bit odd or a little weird kind of thing. So when Lorraine- oh, not where my brain went. Really? That's yeah, where no, I went. That's interesting. I actually, that, that's an interesting like point of view. I think Marianne probably always thought like, still like highly of her mom. Like, you know, she's successful and her mom always like put on this air that she was like a better than Marianne and better than everyone else so I think Marianne was probably surprised to be like oh wait like she doesn't have like this power that I thought oh that's true too that's kind of how I took it but I like what you're also saying as well so yeah as I said like Marianne just seems kind of like surprised by her response but I did think like um Lorraine's like response was like very respectful and it like was like the most like succinct 
thing to say. Yeah, again, I mean, I don't think it was a bad response. I just, I don't know what I was expecting. I was just surprised. Not, that's exactly. I wasn't respe- expecting that, but yeah. Um, okay, so next we see Marianne, like, walking along the water. And I find it interesting because this is, like, kind of a place that the show keeps on returning to. And it's mm-hmm. almost like this place of solitude. Like, whenever there needs to be, like, a break from, like, everything else going on, they always, like, come back to the water in different episodes. So, like, this was just another one of those instances. And it does almost create, like, this breather moment between different scenes, which I, I like because this scene to the, well, the scene prior to the scene that follows is like different and they need like that space. So I, I do like this inclusion of coming back to the water, but so pretty much following the water scene, um, Marianne goes back to Connell's house and she sees Connell and Connell asks if she'll come to the new year's party and she smiles and says, far be it for me to disobey an order. And they kind of smirk at each other. And I need to know, was this like yeah. actually a joke, like a playful joke, like playing into the fact that she used to like, like require this like domination power struggle dynamic? Because like, if so, and like, she's literally like joking about it. I'm like, has she like come that far and like healed so much, like within such a short amount of time that she's actually able to like playfully joke about it, after, like as if it's such a thing of the past? Because if so, that's literally wild. Because it's been such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, is that when is that what they were playing into? Like, that's what I took from it as well. I was like, she has to be referring to that. But I like, don't what? think it was serious. Like I don't think she was like saying. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. I was just it. It's that's something that surprised me this episode too. I was like, wow. It just I kind of like I didn't want to say I didn't jump out of my seat, but I kind of like went back a little. I was like, wait, what? What'd she just say? I, I actually like rewound it and listened to it again. Um. So yes, as she said, she can't disobey an order. So they both went to the party. Um. And all their um high school friends, well, quote unquote friends, are there. Um. And they're hold, they, they hold hands during it. So they've gotten used to PDA, which I can appreciate because um, a couple episodes ago, that was not okay for them. So that was nice to see. Um, but yeah, it was kind of, I felt awkward watching it. I don't know. It didn't seem smooth to me. I feel like Marianne still seemed a little, I don't know, out of place a little bit. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I didn't like that Rachel gave her a hug. I was like, you fake person like oh my gosh and I I don't know like all the friends seemed to really like Connell and that was great and I felt like they were respectful and nice towards Marianne don't get me wrong I just still felt like I feel like there's a like a very veiled barrier here between them still that was my personal thing I was just okay. like oh I felt like something was gonna happen at the party but nothing did so I like disagree. Like I saw this totally, really? dif- totally different. So I saw this as like such a moment of like growth. Like they walk in and like he, they're holding hands and then he does drop her hand to like hug his friends and stuff and like hang out with his yeah, pals right for a moment. She makes the face. Like and did you not see the face? She I know. Made? Well, Drops. this is what I said. I said she walks in and she stumbles alone for like a few seconds and she looks unsure because obviously she's unsure yeah. because yeah, like it was a shit show like in high school and like that's really the last, I mean, she did see them at the funeral, but like the last time that they were like all really together in like a normal setting was really like high school. So obviously there's, some like unsureness there and uneasiness there but then she sees like the three from school and they all like greet her and suddenly that like uneasiness just like goes away and it's like warm and welcoming and like especially Rachel is like the first one and I think I I don't think it's fake I think and this is what I was talking about with my mom I think this show really tries I think one of the main themes that is shown is like maturity and like communication and how like feeling insecure in yourself is then projected onto other people and how like when you mature you like lose these like the control of kind of insecurity and being a shitty person because 
of insecurity and how like insecurity is like a thing that you need to shed. Like, I think that's probably like the biggest message of this show is like insecurity, like gets in the way of your life and your relationships with other people. So I think like everyone from high school themselves were like so jealous of Marianne because she had like prospects growing up and opportunity and I think they were insecure within themselves and they then took that out on her. But now like everyone has like reached a point in their life where they've like done stuff and they no longer have that like hatred towards her and therefore they're able to like be kind and like be open and not be like bitches. So I don't think it was being like a fake Yeah, bitch. no, I do I do agree with that actually now that you're saying that because by the end of the party everything was like fine and they were all dancing and they did mm-hmm. like greet each other nicely. Um yeah, I actually agree with that a lot. That was good. I liked that. Thank you. Um and then my favorite part of the whole like literally the whole series. Really? It, I love here. love this moment. I love this moment. So um they're facing each other. And then it flashes back to the first time they ever kissed each other in Marianne's house. And so then they kiss and they keep on flashing back and forth between um, the two different scenes. And I just, I think this is like literally such a powerful moment because it shows how far they have come and I also like the gentle piano music in the back because it's like they're at peace mm-hmm. now and there's no like tumultuous element to their relationship anymore. And as we know, like the first scene of them kissing was like done in private. There was like an element of like shame to it. I think like Marianne felt that she wasn't good enough and Connell was embarrassed to have those feelings for her. And they've, they've shedded that element of like insecurity and shame and lack of self-worth and have become the people today in that pub. And also it's cool. I don't know how they did it, but like Marianne especially truly looks significantly younger in yeah high school scene which they're still the same people it's like maybe a couple months went by between filming but Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know how they managed to do that so well but yeah it really is just so powerful because like before they were like hiding and now they're like in public for everyone to see them kiss and then also just everything that they've had to like overcome throughout the four three or four years is a lot as well, like, between different things with, like, depression and anxiety and, like, familial relationships and all of that, so, and between themselves as well, so I think it's just, and they've just grown up so much as well, so I think that is really the one of the first moments in the show that they intentionally show how far they've come. I really, mm-hmm. I really liked it. And I like how it yeah, wrapped like up that. to the show. It wrapped up the show to a degree, which I really liked. Yeah. I mean, this would have been a really good ending if they just ended it there. That's what I said. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said that the very first time I watched it. I literally said, I wish the show just ended there because then I can use my imagination yeah. to see mm-hmm. what happened after. I think the show should have fucking ended there. I agree. I so Thank agree. You. Oh, 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 wait, there's more. There's more. There's more. Okay. So then, so then, yes, Connell go. says, I love you. And for the first time ever, Marianne says, I love you back. And I, mm-hmm. this is the thing. Remember how I told you at the beginning of the episode, like the beginning of the series, when we started doing the podcast, I said, there's a moment that like really is like super powerful about like them saying, I love you at the very end. And this is because O'Connell said, I love you since like the beginning of the show. And she's never said it back. And I think this is because this is the very first time in the whole series that Connell has gotten to a place where he shows his love for Marianne through his actions. There's like no selfishness. He's actually showing her that he loves her because I think like you can feel love for someone, but if you're not showing you love someone, then that's not like actual love because how are they supposed to that's not that's just not love if you're not like 
actively showing someone you love them. So I think that for the first time ever, like Marianne actually feels loved. And I mean, I also do think that like she's able to like work through a lot of stuff herself. So she actually feels like she can receive love now too. I think it's a combination of that. And that's why for the very first time, she also says, I love you back. Oh yeah. I think that's like, so this scene, I think is just, there's so much happening within that scene. And I think it is truly like the most full circle wrap up moment of the whole series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I felt like this episode was definitely full full circle. And I think it has to be because it's the last one. Um, but yeah, especially when they're showing the two, the two kissing scenes. And then when they both say, I love you to each other, that just like kind of wrapped everything up with a nice bow for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Fortunately, the episode keeps going. (laughs) Um, I was actually very confused. What is Connell packing? If he hasn't, like, if he's just packing up the Dublin flat, they're leaving Uh, the Dublin flat. Got you. Okay. I was really confused as to what was happening. That's why Marianne says um, it never felt like home. It didn't feel right to be here, to be honest, because it's like the Dublin flat. Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So then uh, Marianne brings up New York. (sighs) Marianne brings up New York again, which is good because they need to talk about it and Connell needs to make a decision. And she basically says like, you should go Connell. Like, meant for you you're meant for this it's gonna be really great for you and he's like but I don't want to go and he's all like afraid and he thinks it'll be too hard and she's at, he asks her to go with him and she says no for some reason I get it I get why she said no but from like another side of things I'm also like what is keeping you there Marianne like honestly what is keeping her there Like, I totally get what she's saying. And I was actually saying this to my mom as well. Because I totally get what she's saying. Like, she's like, this is the very first time in my life where I don't feel like things are always moving. Like, I finally have peace. But a lot of that peace does Mm -hmm. come from the fact that she's with Connell and she's reached a stable point in her relationship with Connell. Mm -hmm. She really doesn't actually have anything in Dublin, maybe Joanna, but like, what is Joanna doing next year? You know, so it's exactly. like he has no job in Dublin. She's nothing, literally nothing, literally nothing keeping her there. I don't see why she wouldn't take advantage of such a cool opportunity. Because if I'm being completely honest, if you're actually being totally true to the characters, it would seem more like her character to go to New York even more than Connell because like she's the one who went on exchange like she's the one Mm -hmm. she like has gone to Italy her whole life like she's gone out she's traveled she's experienced more than Connell has so I would almost think she'd be more like comfortable with doing that and it just seems so much more like authentic to her to Mm -hmm. to do that and honestly like if one were to leave and one were to stay because they finally felt like their life was like stable and Mm -hmm. like they were content, I would think that like from literally what Connell is saying is Connell would be the one to stay and Marianne would be the one to leave because finally Marianne like, like can move forward. She doesn't have the stress. She has nothing holding her back. She can leave everything behind and Connell, Mm -hmm. I mean, he still has his family and stuff like that. So you think that like, he exactly. and he's the one who was like recovering from everything so like he would be the one who would just like take a moment to pause and I mean I love Sally Rooney don't get me wrong but I feel like this and like she didn't want your typical happy ending because it's supposed to be normal I get that um but I really feel like she was like no they're not like you guys don't get to know because that's not normal like things like it's happen. supposed to be real life yeah yeah and I'm like but at the same time, like, I feel like the characters you've developed would have gone. Like, Marianne would have gone with him. I literally said this to my mom the other day. I was like, I don't read books and watch movies for real life or else I would <laughs> live it myself. I watch movies and read books and TV shows for, like, that fairy tale aspect. Like, I want the girl and guy to end up in the end. Like, I just want a full-on perfect fairy tale because that's not what life is so I watch it as an escape I don't watch it to cause me extra stress and sadness 
But I mean, people do commute like that. Like that does happen sometimes. I so I don't know. I was just like, Sally, come on. They really like didn't have to break up. That's I just I yeah. Don't know. I just um I know it did. I don't. I really truly like do not. I mean. Here's the thing. I like that it ends like amicably. I like that it ends with communication. Obviously, yeah. there's totally a chance for them to get back together. It ends with complete open doors and open, like everything is open. Like, at and the I same like time, unless she's going to make a sequel, I don't see the point in not giving us a proper ending. Like I would have been okay if they didn't even end up together. Like 20 years later, they're married with separate people, but still friends. Great. At least it's an ending. Like, I feel like this is just too open. You know what I don't like? I don't like that we didn't get to see them graduate. That's something that bothers me for some yeah. reason. I really wanted to see them actually graduate. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that, like, actually. I think the show would have ended so much better with, like, them. Because this just, like, ended so abruptly. Yeah. The, the show would have ended so much better with them, like, um, either, like, previously on New Year's or... Mm-hmm. If they had the graduation, like Niall, Connell, all of them, Joanna, were like partying, drunk, and then they like kissed each other, and that was the end, or something like that, while they yeah, were even partying playing. after graduation. I just think yeah. that would have been like so much more like fun and everything. And that's still um, like real life, you know? You could just leave exactly. it open ended. I don't know. Like, I feel like they still would have been together up until he left. Yeah. Like, why not show that? But I, I don't know. I don't know. Creator's discretion, I guess. I know. I do like like how like emotionally charged that scene was, though. Like with the tears mm-hmm. running down their faces, and like how choked up he was on his words, because it showed like how much he loved her. And just when they talk about how they wouldn't be the people they are today if it yeah, wasn't for each other, I thought that was quite powerful. And I also like, well, when he says, I'll go, and she'll say, she says, and I'll stay. I mean, I don't like that part because I think that part's stupid. But mm-hmm. when she then says, and we'll be okay, and then mm-hmm. she kisses him, I think that's like the very first, I mean, that's literally in an end two seconds later. But I think that's the very first time in the whole show that you actually know that they're going to be okay. Yeah. And they like recognize that because like, couple episodes ago y'all weren't sure if they were gonna be okay Mm -hmm. yeah I mean all in all great show I really enjoyed it I just a little disappointed with the ending yeah I guess final thoughts of the entire series I really enjoyed it emotional roller coaster um yeah I think it was a really well-versed show and I think it definitely followed the title well I think it's I mean, some of these things in the show maybe aren't normal for everyone, but I think it gave a wide variety of things that can happen in daily life for various people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it was like some really like generational like mm-hmm. life lessons, some really clear, clear life lessons. And it's a great, great, great show for like people, especially like in their 20s, late teens, just trying to figure out life because like some of these life lessons were like so like crucial to like becoming a whole like fully functional person um and yeah I think it was a good reminder some good lessons let's leave off with some predictions like you'll predict and I'll even predict this time and we shall create their future um in our imagination. Oh, Marianne and Connell's future? Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. fun. Okay. So this I is how we feel it ends. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll go first. I'm going to hop back on to my last week's prediction. Um, I thought the show would end with them older, um, but I feel like in their future, I don't think they end up together. As much as they're perfect and in love together, I feel like that's too easy. And I think Marianne's going to find someone that's equally caring. Maybe Niall. Yeah, I'm going with it. Marianne ends up with Niall because he's <laughs> with Niall because he's just as good as Connell. 
and he's right for her and everything's great. They don't have any kids though. They don't want kids. Connell finds a girl in New York. That's some American girl that um, is just like so supportive and like loves everything he does, but they have kids and then they end up moving back to Ireland. Let's say this New York girl has Irish roots. There's a bunch of Irish people in uh, New York. So she wants to move back to Ireland. They end up back in Ireland as old friends. They end up for them growing old together and the show ends with them in a retirement home, sipping iced tea on the porch. Wow. <laughs> okay, why can I try to see this? I want them to end up together so bad. I, I like that never that. happens. That like never happens in movies and TV shows, which sucks. But like, I want them to end up together so bad. Like maybe she realizes, oh wait, I literally have nothing going on here. I'm going to go to York. Yes. Right. But I can also see what you said, but then they become like great family friends, everything. Exactly. Right. But, but, but either someone will die, someone will die and someone will divorce them. Their spouses die. Yes. And then they can end up together four years later. I can see Niall's wife. Sorry. I can see Niall dying. Yes. And then I can see Mary or Connell's wife divorcing him she mm-hmm. cheated on him or something like that oh, yeah I can okay. see that and then they I end up together that. and then they end up together oh that's so because like okay, nothing great. ever happens so easy which is like really annoying but like if I really want to manifest it they actually just like end up together you know she goes to New York <laughs> they live happily ever after I like I like the divorce and death one mm-hmm. um and yeah I think that is all that is a wrap on episode 12 of the Normal People Podcast. Woo woo! Thank you so <laughs> Thank much you for so listening. Much. Yes, we love how much you guys have supported us and have continued to like sit on your seats for the next episode. We love to see it. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your love for the show and our podcast. So thank you so very, very much. All right, signing off. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.